RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodjart. Tonight's top stories. The government says it's sealing off parts of Victoria Park from tonight until early on Monday to stop unauthorised assemblies marking June 4th. Police say they have arrested a 59-year-old man for allegedly using social media posts to incite others to kill officers. And health authorities say there has been a COVID outbreak at another nightclub in Central. 14 people who visited Shuffle in Lan Kwai Fong last Saturday have contracted the virus. The government says it's sealing off parts of Victoria Park from 11pm tonight until half past midnight on Sunday. It says the decision was made after the police noted calls for unauthorised assemblies at the park tomorrow. The closed areas include the football pitches, basketball courts, central lawn, fitness station, jogging lane and some entrances. The June 4th vigil has been banned for the past two years over pandemic restrictions. Officials said they had not received any applications for gatherings at the park. Police say they have arrested a 59-year-old man for allegedly using social media posts to incite others to kill officers. The man was detained in Taipo this morning. The force also reminded the public of a court interim injunction banning the publication online of material that incites violence. Today was Chen Ong Festival, which meant the return of some familiar sights and sounds. Yes, Dragon Boat Racing returned to Tai O after a two-year break, drawing both residents and crowds from outside the Lantau fishing town to watch. Competing athletes had to be triple jabbed and shown negative test results to take part in the races. The epidemic had forced organisers to suspend the event for two years. Those taking part were excited to be back. I'm very happy. I haven't raced for a long time. The atmosphere is great. We hadn't really raced in the past two years and it was quite boring. And now we can all have some fun doing dragon boat racing. Health authorities say there has been a COVID outbreak at another nightclub in Central. 14 people who visited Shuffle in Lan Kwai Fong on Saturday have contracted the coronavirus. This comes as the Centre for Health Protection reported 499 new COVID cases, 49 of which were imported. The government has launched a pilot project that will allow local tour operators to use Chateau Cock Pier, which is located within the Frontier Closed Area, the boundary zone between Hong Kong and the mainland. It was previously closed to the public. The pier will be open to tours during weekends and public holidays. Wendy Wong reports. Speaking at a ceremony to mark the project's launch, Chief Executive Kerry Lam said the government hoped to develop the border town of Chateau Kok into a major tourist spot. She said a pier opening was part of a plan to develop a northern metropolis announced in her 2021 policy address. She said tourists would be able to take ferries from the pier to outlying islands such as Lychee Wall and Cat O. Mrs Lam also said Chateau Cock residents would be able to sell souvenirs at a designated site nearby. The Security Bureau says the pilot project will last for six months and that officials will assess its impact on residents and traffic. Tesla CEO Elon Musk says he has a super bad feeling about the economy and that he wants to cut about 10% of jobs at the electric car maker. 
That's according to the Reuters news agency, which says it saw the comments in an email sent by Mr Musk to executives on Thursday. Robert Kemp has more. The message came two days after Mr Musk told employees to stop working remotely and return to the office for a minimum of 40 hours per week if they wanted to keep their jobs. The order has faced some resistance in Germany, where the company has a new factory. Thursday also saw Mr Musk engage in a Twitter spat with Australian tech billionaire and Atlassian co-founder Scott Farquhar, who said the directive was like something out of the 1950s. At the end of last year, Tesla employed about 100,000 people, according to an annual company regulatory filing. And now the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers, heavier in some areas with thunderstorms in the morning. The minimum temperature will be about 28 degrees. Hot with sunny periods during the day, the maximum temperature will be around 32, moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The temperature at the observatory currently is 29 degrees with humidity of 80%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The Pakistani Taliban, the TTP, say they have indefinitely extended a ceasefire with the government in Islamabad. From there, the BBC's Sikandar Kermani reports. The Pakistani Taliban were responsible for years of devastating bloodshed in Pakistan before being pushed across the border into southeastern Afghanistan. There, they've enjoyed a close but ambiguous relationship with the Afghan Taliban. And since they took control of the country last year, the Pakistani Taliban have stepped up their attacks on Pakistani soldiers. Talks have been taking place in Kabul between the militants and a jirga of politicians and tribal elders. In a statement, the Pakistani Taliban said progress was being made, but it's not clear what the terms of any settlement could be. The group wants to impose its own ultra-hardline interpretation of Sharia law in Pakistani regions along the border. Today is the 100th day since Russia began its military campaign in Ukraine. President Volodymyr Zelensky marked the occasion with a message assuring Ukrainians that they would emerge victorious. In relatively subdued comments, meanwhile, Moscow said certain objectives had been achieved. An MP from President Putin's United Russia Party, Evgeny Popov, said Russia was on track to achieve its military goals. We are pretty sure that our government made the right decision to begin this uh, military operation. Uh, We are slowly moving to our victory. We are destroying neo-Nazi battalions. The International Red Cross says the destruction caused by Russia's actions in Ukraine defy comprehension. In a statement, its Director-General, Roberto Mardini, said it would be hard to exaggerate the toll on civilians. The UN Crisis Coordinator for Ukraine, Amin Awad, said the effects of the conflict were being felt around the globe. The impact of the war across the region and the world is profound. Uh, there are 1.4 billion people that can be affected because of the shortage of wheat and other grains. The export of food from Ukraine and fertilizer from Russia impacted the world negatively and created inflation, food crises, especially in fragile states and states in transition, in the Sahel of Africa, in the Horn of Africa, but also in populous nations. U.S. President Joe Biden has made an impassioned call for stricter laws to contain gun violence following recent shootings at a Texas school and at a hospital in Oklahoma. In an address from the White House, he said guns were now the number one killer of children in the United States. Listing a raft of measures, he said it was time to act. We need to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. And if we can't ban assault weapons... 
and we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Strengthen background checks, enact safe storage law and red flag laws. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. Address the mental health crisis, deepening the trauma of gun violence and as a consequence of that violence. A service of thanksgiving has been held in St Paul's Cathedral in London to mark Queen Elizabeth's 70-year reign, but the monarch herself was absent. The BBC's Daniela Relph sent this report. The peal of the Great Paul Bell, the largest church bell in the country, rang as the royal family arrived for the service of thanksgiving. Absent was the Queen, who suffered discomfort after yesterday's celebrations. Buckingham Palace says she followed the event while resting at Windsor Castle. The Archbishop of York, the Most Reverend Stephen Cottrell, compared the Queen's 70-year reign to a horse race, saying it reflected the distance of Aintree more than the sprint of Epsom, and thanked her for staying the course. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has signed a $1.3 billion land compensation deal with the Siksika First Nation, saying they were gathered to right a wrong of the past. In 1910, the federal government seized almost half of the tribe's ancestral lands in the province of Alberta to give to settlers. Mr Trudeau said the government of the day had ignored the wishes of the tribe's leader. He said that he hoped that the government would be charitable to his people. But as we all know, during the 1910 surrender and subsequent actions, the government acted dishonorably. Tonight's top story again. The government says it's sealing off parts of Victoria Park from tonight until early on Monday to stop unauthorised assemblies, marking June the 4th. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 I can hear a heartbeat For a thousand miles And the heavens open Every time she's proud When I come to her that's where I belong And run into her Like a river song She give me love When the sun goes down, well, take away my trouble, take away my grief, take away my heartache, in the night like a thief. Give me love, give me, give me,
returning All right From so far away Well, well Jingle sounds sweet love And I'm proud of my day Say on son Yeah, and make me feel righteous Make me feel whole I know what you mean Ray Charles teaming up with Van Morrison, the creator of the song, originally a track they called Crazy Love, into our second hour this Friday night, a long weekend, of course, here in Hong Kong. I'd like to say hi to Les, or the previous song, by the way, is for Michael and Daisy. Well, I was born to call miner's daughter In a cabin on a hill in Butcher Holler He shovel coal to make a poor man's dollar. My daddy worked all night in the band near coal mines. All day long in the field of hoeing corn. Mommy rocked the babies at night and read the Bible by the coal oil light. And everything would start. Yeah. 